everybody and welcome back to Ninja Cat Ashy Mum. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Lindsay. And we are back with more of your burning questions on the matter of romance mostly this week. Yeah. <laughs> Our favourite topic. Up, <laughs> up in arms. Everyone's up in arms about the matters of the heart this week. As always, we recommend listening to our podcast on the Entel app because we like to share photos and links and all kinds of lovely extra bits. So head over to there to listen to it, which is where we both listen to our podcast, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right, let's it delve sure in. Is. Let's not hang about. Let's not hang about. We've got a lot to get through, mate. Hit it. <laughs> Hit it. Right, okay. I'll go first with my dilemma from yeah. my lovely woman here. Okay. From my lovely so, woman. <laughs> my lovely woman. My lovely woman in my DMs. Hello to you. I lived in London for seven years and I've recently moved back to my home country. I got back in touch with some friends from high school and I've been able to create an amazing group of friends. Moving back home also meant breaking up with my boyfriend of four years. So I'm recently single and I've been seeing lots of boys. And she sent a very smiley emoji after that part, which also made me smile very much. One of the guys from the group um, has grown to be my best friend. We see each other every Monday for coffee and spend most of the weekends together. And I thought we were just friends, but on a drunk night out recently, we slept together and it was amazing. We haven't told anybody what's happened because we don't want to change the dynamic in the group, but I feel like I'm really growing strong feelings towards him. Anyway, he told me last week that he didn't understand why people had to put a label on everything and why people couldn't just be friends, maybe have some casual sex and potentially then fall in love. I haven't been able to stop thinking about what he said and I've got no idea if this is even related to me or to us. Please help. Oh, honey. Right. Oh my goodness. My first Go. thought's not a positive one. What's yours? No. Nor mine. Just my, doesn't sit right. No, and it's kind of like, can we just keep this going as it is, but not I've got my excuses why I don't want anyone to know. And yeah. maybe we'll fall in love, but I'm keeping my options open just in case. Yeah. I'm That's sorry exactly to how say I feel that. about it. <laughs> and it's so hard when you feel you've got a connection with somebody that is a friendship and then it builds into something intimate because that feels like quite a solid foundation. Yeah. And then for the person to not reciprocate in the way that you'd maybe hoped for, or maybe not even a way that you knew that you'd hoped for until it happened, yeah, yeah. is really difficult. And that is kind of, it's quite avoidant behaviour, isn't it? Like, yeah. he doesn't want to be tied down, essentially. Yeah. Um, and so, like, oh, it, it's so hard. Like, you could take the ball by the horns and have a conversation with him about that, about what that means for him and, and you. Um, and then you have to make a pretty tough decision as to whether you want to carry it on and just accept that it is only casual, but then where your feelings are growing, you're going to get yourself in a right pickle. Yeah, definitely. And from the smiley face after been seeing lots of different men, sounds yeah. like you've had lots of other really positive experiences. And it's so hard because your head and heart are going to be telling you different things and it's sometimes really hard to follow your head instead of your heart. But I agree with Lynn that it might just get really painful and mm. things like not wanting to in a group dynamic there's obviously truth in that but also if you that's not the be all and end all you can make stuff like that work of course you can and surely your pals like i know if there were two people that were together in our group of friends like it's not it doesn't ruin the group dynamic no. it's like oh god we're so happy for you two because we're all together all the time anyway and that's great like yeah yeah i think there's a level of immaturity there for him to say that's one of the excuses and one of the reasons yeah and you deserve better like you yeah. deserve more as a woman i think so too and keep exploring those other options maybe yes and the other men 
yeah, explore them. And th- there is something to be said for somebody not being at the right point in their life for something yet. And so mm. it doesn't mean you have to fall out with him or have like, you know, then say there is no friendship there anymore. You could just mm. keep him in your life, but maybe try and stop the like sexual side of it so that your feelings don't develop. Definitely. And then you never know what is going to happen down the line. But I think for now, he's given you a clear signal that you're not enough of a priority or for what you deserve to be. Yeah, that's it. And I think Lizzie's right again in saying that draw back from the intimate side of things and see how you feel um, about him in just going back to kind of friendship and maybe doing the Monday coffee, but not spending all weekend together, but being there in a group together. And you just put yourself out there in another way if you want to explore other options with other partners. That's amazing. And like, you should be doing that. Please don't hang on for somebody that isn't ready to give you everything that you need and that you deserve. um, Because nine times out of 10 they won't come around because they're not ready and you, you're, you've got your light on and his light isn't on. It's just yeah. sex at the moment. So it's really, um, you've got to be really brave and really strict with yourself about pulling you, yourself away yeah. from that part of the relationship. Yeah, and the, the thing he'd said about, oh, maybe he'd be open to falling in love or however that was worded, yeah. is a bit of a the thing that could keep you held there in a way that oh. isn't actually positive for you if I, well if I just keep it casual then he'll fall in love with me and yes of course he might but he's still not giving you enough right now and it would be a moral case if he realises that then he'll step up and things like the French the dynamic in the friendship group just won't matter then yeah exactly and that's it and I think if you look after yourself and put your priorities and your needs and your friendships first you know what's meant to be literally will happen for you and you know you go out there and you get what you want and you invite all of that in and you're the only person that can navigate what the good things that come into your life Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to rely on somebody else to do that for you yeah and it's a flipping steep learning curve to uh to get on board with that thought process (laughs) it really really is okay Alondra I've got one ready are you ready I'm in love with one of my friends, but I can't do anything about it because he has a girlfriend. I don't want to say something, but I don't want to get over it. Sorry, I read that wrong. She does want to get over it. I do want to get over it. (laughs) And I was wondering what are some ways to get over a broken heart without ever being with that person. Oh, this honestly sung to me. This is so hard. This is so hard. Yeah, it gives me a tummy ache. Because you're getting over a fantasy as opposed to actually getting over the reality and never know what that could have been yeah 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 Yeah. and you're only picking all the most wonderful glorious rose-tinted things from that you would never you'll never know what it's like to be in that relationship because absolutely no relationship is roses and fairies no not and then you need to hold on to those bits when you're getting over somebody that's what we all Mm. have to do yeah but moving on from a fantasy you honestly just have to be really hard with yourself and remind yourself all the time that that is what it was and Mm. that this person the timings were not right for you both therefore it wasn't the right person especially not for now and that you'll meet someone else who the fantasies will that you know their reality will live up to the fantasy that you've had here it still won't be perfect at all but you will definitely see the other side of this but this is a really tricky situation to be in it is (laughs) and it's really important to know as well that you will be happy whether it is that you want to be with somebody or that you want to be on your own you will get over this and you will be really happy on the other side of it and there's so much to be said for timing in all of things and I I just think that without being like oh it's fate like I honestly believe that what is meant for you in your life 
will arrive because mm. you'll like, you'll go out and get it. Like yeah, we were just yeah. saying it for the other woman. Like it's just it is all about timing. And please don't feel like because this hasn't worked out this time and you don't feel you can approach it in a way that's fair to him yeah. because he's in a relationship that it's the end of all happiness ever and that you're never going to find anybody that you feel this way about because you will because it'll be reciprocated from the other person it'll be the best feeling ever yeah definitely I, I think as well make sure you speak to friends about it because in it she yeah. said I want I don't want to say something so I assume she hasn't told this guy at all yeah. about what she's feeling so this is yeah. like a lot of things internally going on so especially if you've got mutual friends with this guy who can just kind of help you take the rose into glasses off this fantasy mm. maybe yeah that'll be really helpful to be speaking to somebody about it because i understand why you're in a situation where you don't feel like you can speak to him necessarily yeah, of um, oh and and it's one of those things that moving on from all the what ifs can be really hard but the reality is that timings haven't worked out for those what ifs to actually come into play and you kind of have to yeah. accept that as a big sign that it wasn't the right thing yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right in not wanting to tell him because, oh, I don't know, that, you know, he's in a relationship and out of respect, I think that is the right thing to do yeah. is to not say anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like Lizzie just said, you just speak about it with your friends and get through it that way and treat it as if, treat it like a, you would a breakup, like mm-hmm. make plans, do things, world permitting, yeah. do things like catch up with people, get things in the diary for when the world returns to a little bit more no- normal. Um, and I think you have to just be really, really brave and strict with yourself on how you navigate this going forward. Yeah. But you can do it. You can absolutely do Definitely. it. It can be done. Definitely. And you will feel these feelings again for somebody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it'll be reciprocated and therefore it'll be so much more exciting Yeah, because the fantasy will start to actually play out in a really, like, lovely way. And then, like we said, the things that... The reality of it will still come back in, but moving on from a fantasy is so difficult. So, so difficult. Yeah, it is. It is because you've got no grasp on what it could be, how real it would be, any of the bad bits, because you would never look at somebody and fantasise having an argument with them. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's either sex in a bathroom or an argument. I know what I'm choosing. <laughs> well, we hope that's been helpful. And, like, you will you will be okay. It's just yeah, a matter absolutely. of trudging through it. And I know you probably feel like you're going through mud at the moment as well, but it, yeah. it will get easier. And all broken hearts heal. So of regardless of what kind of relationship you've just come out of. So remember that bit too. Yeah, absolutely. Just a bit of time and a bit of nurturing. And you'll absolutely be at the other side of it. We can yeah. all attest to that, Lizzie and I. I've been through it and are at the other side. Yeah, too many times to count. <laughs> but it happens to us all. Like, it's, it's part of life. And it's also not about failure either. It's just... No. It's just no, life. Not all. It no. is an important part of life, actually. Absolutely. Okay, we have another one from me. So, I've had a strange relationship with a guy for a couple of years. We used to date, but then we remained friends. Um, but it always felt like more than friends. <laughs> I wanted us to get together, but nothing ever came of it. I've recently met somebody who's great, but I can't get this first guy out of my head. I told the first guy that I'm seeing somebody and he said he's absolutely devastated and he thought that they would end up together. What do I do? I want to move on from man number one, but he's always in my head. Help. (laughs) So, and then we had a little bit of an update um, because I'd asked, do you think you might want to go back there. If he's told you he's devastated now, does that change the way you feel about it? 
um, and she said that he was devastated and thought we'd end up together. And my thought is, you've had two years to mention that. Uh, to mention that. Why, why now? Because I'm with somebody new. Honestly. Oh, and then, obviously, me and Lizzie had a just... quick chat about this. We were just like, men, men, oh my God, are you joking? They've got some kind of radar, yeah, haven't they? they? We always say they've got some kind of radar. I mean, lots of, this must happen for a lot of people, in, you know, regardless of your sex. It happens when the other person knows that you are finally at peace and moving on and happy and building something yeah. new with someone else. And then, oh, lo and behold, they pop back up. A message, hey, stranger, something oh, like that. Oh, fucking hell, please remain a stranger at this point <laughs> i honestly it's have not so got the patience it's, it's so, so bad true. they sense it these people sense it they i do. mean i'm sure that i'm sure that i have been that other person before to pop up with a message yeah. being like hey stranger in my single days and they're like okay yeah i've just got married why now i'm like oh shit sorry many happy returns <laughs> i'm just gonna back out these dms again <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> You don't know until you try. (laughs) You don't know until you try, do you, with these things? Anyway, back to our lovely woman. Oh, dear. Um, Honestly. Let's start with it. Honestly, I think the fact that you said, where have you been the last two years, mate? Yeah. Is is enough for me. I honestly think that you need to tell him that that is the case. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bye into the long grass. (laughs) Never to be seen again. I think... That you need to be honest and open with him and be like, where have you been the last couple of years? I've just found somebody that is really great and that makes me happy. And yeah. it's taken until now for you to jump into action. And it's it's almost that thing of like too little, too late. And it is, is your heart marrying up with your head or not? How do you truly feel about him? Do you think it would be a healthy, good relationship? Or do you think you see more of that in this new person? Mm. Or is his behaviour not what you need because he's left it until now until he's seen you happy and that's the thing to jump him into action like yeah is it too late I, I don't know I half believe in like an ending that's for people a happy ending for people that's like oh my god I didn't realize you don't know what you've got until you've gone yeah yeah <laughs> and then the other thing is like yeah but you, you had all this time like yeah. I've, I've come to you and I've said that I have these feelings and you didn't do anything about it no, and now no. now I'm happy you're ready like it's just it's just off for me that I think so too and I think in in that message she said hadn't she that I, she wants to move on from him so yeah if that is truly what you want then a lot of it might just be accepting that sometimes people will always just have a place in your head and in your heart and they'll come into mm. your daydreams and they'll like walk across your thoughts throughout the day and that's mm. actually fine that doesn't mean yeah. you're meant to be with that person it's just yeah. meant that they had an impact on your life and again especially if it's ever been a full relationship it's that fantasy thing once again which you just can't help but play out in the future but you might just need to say to yourself well he might cross my mind every single day but it doesn't mean any more than that think of all the people that come into your head once a day like so i was thinking about this random person i went to high school with yesterday i don't know where they came from just a random (laughs) girl i'm not sat thinking am i meant to be with her am i meant to be her best friend sorry liz (laughs) Excuse me. <laughs> Do tell me if these thoughts pop up again, though. I'll be mad. <laughs> but it's just human nature for these things to come up. And obviously, when it's like a romantic link or it's more of a daydream and that fantasy mm-hmm. thing again, you can place more weight behind it. But like we do all think of different people all the time and you might just have to leave it as that. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's so the same could be said for a sex dream. Just because you're thinking about <laughs> shagging them doesn't mean that you're meant to be with them. No, because you remember the last person I had a sex dream about <laughs> was Scotty Pippen. 
down and nearly choked my water. Yeah, I got a really concerned text message. Linda, I've woke up this morning and I have a really graphic sex dream. You'll never guess who. Who? Scotty Pippin. Oh, for God's sake, literally. NBA basketball player. Great. Oh Brilliant. God, it's making me really hot again because it was uh, yeah. so graphic, that's true. Oh, my God, oh, my God. And do, was that, sorry, just as a side note, was it because you'd been watching the Michael Jordan documentary? No, this was months after I'd watched it, months and months after. I must have seen something online or something that made Scotty Pippin come to my dream. That's amazing. Young Scotty Pippin or, young, or Scotty Pippin? Young Scotty Pippin, but okay, we were shagging in this like penthouse in this hotel room while New York was burning underneath. Oh my God! Lizzie, <laughs> I forgot about the New York burning underneath. I'm so oh hot. God. I'm Honestly. So- are you, are you sweating? Just, I can see her now. We're doing this on Zoom as usual. And she's literally like, I'm, I'm melting. Some, like, dream therapist listening to this being like, shit, that's a bad sign. I always think it's so interesting. I know a lot of people are like, oh God, it's so boring when people tell you about their dreams. But things like this interest me so much. I'm like, what does it mean? Why? What's the symbol of that? What's the message? Oh my God. Anyway, how did we get on to Scotty Pippin? Um, oh, sex dreams. Sex dreams. <laughs> yeah, just because you have a sex dream about someone doesn't mean that you need to marry them. Trust me. Yeah, I think kick this guy into the long grass because it's just too late, too little, too late. Yeah. And just explore this new thing. And yeah. that might not work out and that will be okay. And if if you if the timing's meant to be right for you both, it will come together. But I also yeah. can't help but think that the timing's never going to be right with someone like this because he's always going to want what he can't have or always mm. just show up a bit too late or... And just maybe wants the chase in some way. I was just or... going to say, it feels like the typical chase thing that, yeah. that, that people like to do. Yeah, definitely. That's and I know annoying. I reference it all the time, but that book called Attached, oh, which Jesus changed Christ. my life. Right, so if he's an avoidant <laughs> She sends me attached... pictures of pages in this so book, by the way, everyone. everyone. Just... <laughs> At least nobody else. At least right. nobody else gets that on a daily basis. The rest of this series of the podcast can just be me reading this book out to people. Oh, God, a live reading, Jesus Christ. I talk about it so much. But it says that if someone's an avoidant attachment, which this guy might be, that they mm. really like that bit because they they don't actually feel the pressure of somebody trying to return the attachment, basically. So they mm. like trying to fill that void the whole time. And mm. they'll often be really good at doing it and saying the right things at the moment when the other person is withdrawn entirely. Whereas mm. then if that other person turns around and goes, oh, actually, yeah, I am ready for this, then once again the avoidant person goes, oh, no, 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 pressure, 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 because yeah. they just like the chase, basically. You don't want that, doll. No, honey, no. Right, so this kind of is nice on the topic of ha- accepting that someone might be in your mind a certain way yeah. without it being more. But we've got one here yeah. that said, do you think caring for your ex goes away? Do you think you can ever stop thinking about them or wonder how their lives are going? The short answer is, for me is no, I don't think so. No. That person has had such an impact on your life and you've spent however much time you've spent with them. You know each other really intimately, you know each other really well. And mm. I think it's so natural to wonder how they are, to hope that they're doing well. Like if it was obviously like an amicable thing, you parted ways and whatever yeah. else. And even if it wasn't like in the back of your mind you always wonder where they are now and how they feel my brain does really weird things to me and that I'm like oh I wonder if they love that person more than they ever loved me like I go pretty Mm. dark with stuff like that which isn't helpful or healthy for anyone yeah but it's normal I think to 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 some level um and, and for those people that have had like an amicable breakup I think just part of your heart will always remember that person yeah 
Like, I have an ex-boyfriend who I've talked about a little bit on here, actually, who was just the loveliest human on the Mm. planet. And I often wonder about him. I often hope that he's got everything he wanted, that he's got the life that he loves and that he's happy. And I always daydream and think, oh, God, like, it'd be so lovely to catch up with him. Yeah. And, you know, to see how he's getting on and how what's gone on these past however many years it's been. And I think that's just so normal. Um, where it's different is if you are kind of not over that person and it, you're pining for them in a different way. Yeah. But I think yeah. on the on the platonic side of things, it's so normal to wonder and care about them. And yeah, I, I do. I do think that yeah. they will always be a part of you. I think so too. I think it is normal to always care for somebody who you, like you said, who you shared that much of your life yeah. with. And when you look back on it, it's like okay, that was a chapter of my life that. <clears throat> that point when you were in that chapter thought was going to you thought it would be a whole story mm-hmm. and so of course then when that story takes on a different turn you imagine all the time about like, god what would it have been like if i'd stayed on that story and a new cha- chapter hadn't started and that doesn't mean that your new chapter's not happier but it's of course it's human nature to be like gosh i wonder what that would have been like or what is their story now without me in it and what yeah. happened in their lives after we parted ways and like, I've got exes who I don't talk to and haven't spoken to since we split up, and I've got ones that we went time without speaking, and then we do speak now in a completely just friendly and absolutely fine way, which is lovely, but these things, they're always going to be people that you care about, especially if it's not been a horrible ending, exactly like Lynn said. I think it's actually a really nice and healthy thing to be able to say, like, do you know what, I think about that person, and I want the best for them, and I can, like, honour the love that I had for them, even though I don't have it anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And there's always like, you will always hold that person in your life because they've had an impact on you in some way because of the, the time in your life that you you shared together. Yeah, of course. And so, you know, whether it was good or difficult, like that person is like shaped part of the person that you are as well. And you have that impact on each other when, you, when you're in a relationship, like you push each other and you grow together and you develop together. And so I think it's, I, I, I don't know a single person that doesn't have a thought about no. the past relationships that they've been in. Yeah, and like we said earlier to the girl who asked the question before, just because something's on your mind doesn't mean that that should be the person you're meant to be with no. or was a mistake that you left that person. It's so normal to sit and like mm-hmm. ruminate over these things and just daydream and take trips down memory lane or just let someone have some time and space in your mind. Yeah. Doesn't, it's not a bad thing at all. No. It's actually really normal and, like, a lovely thing. And, and I think it's a sign of a really, like, healthy breakup and that you've moved on in a really healthy way to be able mm-hmm. to look back on something in that way. Yeah, with fondness and, yeah. and some love. Like, it's not, you know, in love anymore, but it's, like, there is love there. And you would, yeah. you, you know, as long as it's been a nicer breakup, you always want the best for that person. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, no, totally normal, my, my love. Yeah, and, e- and even if, I know, Lynn, you'd said then at one point it's different if you're pining for them, but even yeah. if you have to go through that phase, like if that you were broken up with and you didn't want mm-hmm. it and you initially have to get over it and go through the breakup and do the heartbreak and it's horrible and blah, 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 and you yeah. pine over them and miss them and, and then let that develop into just those like feelings of fondness of, do you know what, that wasn't meant to be and I understand and can see that now. Yeah. But both, both sort of thoughts are really part, are normal, I think, for exes. Yeah, definitely. So our next question is from somebody who wants to know when is the right time to get back with an ex and should you get back with an ex? (laughs) I 
think for me, the first thing to think about would be why it ended in the first place. Was yeah. it the timings were off? You wanted different things at that time. Was it something that was you feel was an incompatibility in personality, in the way that you both view the world or, I don't know, infidelity? Like there are so, so many reasons that people decide to part ways mm. and it doesn't always have to be because it's a toxic thing and it's a really bad thing some things just aren't right at that time and I think that's the only consideration I would give it is you know if it wasn't the right time for you both but there's a lot of love there and you had some wonderful moments but the timing was off. You wanted different things from your life yeah, at that time. Maybe a couple of years have passed. Maybe, you know, a, a good stretch of time has passed enough to teach you both that actually what you had was something that you don't want with anybody else. You want it with that person still. Mm-hmm. And I think it has to be like a mutual effort and a mutual understanding of why it went wrong, what happened the first time around. And you have to go into it together again with your eyes wide open and wearing your heart on your sleeve, really. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I yeah. agree. I think the timing thing's a big one because otherwise, with everything, there's a reason why your ex is your ex and why you yes, both decided to part ways. Uh, yeah. And so you've got to address, like, are those reasons why we made that decision still there or mm. have we both, like, gone on the, some sort of personal journey that we both needed to do separately in order to come back together? Um, I think, exactly like Lynn said, anything like this needs a good bit of time, otherwise you're falling into, like, an on-again, off-again, on-again, off-again relationship yeah. if you're not careful, which... There's just, I don't know any really good stories that have come from people who've experienced that. Can you think of any where it isn't just so up and down and so intense and often so toxic that because neither of you have enough time apart to ever actually address whatever is going on with you both individually or going on mm-hmm. together because then yeah. you come back together again too quickly and nothing's changed and then you inevitably hit the same roadblock weeks, months, however long yeah. down the line. I would never offer up taking a break. yeah. Because you don't want to let that person fully go, but you're not fully single. You can't do your fully full growth. Yeah. So you just then what have a couple of weeks off or whatever it is, a month apart. Yeah. Still in the relationship, but just taking space, and then you're coming back together. You've missed each other, but nothing's changed. No. no. So it's I always, yeah. I just think that that on and off kind of thing is really really difficult um, scenario. Yeah. And one that I have never wanted to try because obviously something's that wrong that I need space then that needs to be like fully head-on addressed with the person yeah and you either take steps together to move forward or you decide together to to part ways so I think exactly what we've been saying both of us echoing each other here like it just depend on what what the breakdown was and whether it was a timing issue or whether there was some toxic things happening that you don't want to get back into and it was gone for a reason and a lot of the time if you're missing somebody and it's the kind of easiest time for you to sit and fantasize about all the good things and why you maybe should be together actually because you missed them so much and it was amazing and that holiday we had in Italy was like the best thing ever yeah but what about all the times at home when you were falling out or chucking stuff or you know yeah it's just you you see it in a different way when you're not in it so just be really mindful of all the bad things that there may have been or the, the difficult things that there may have been that led you to not being together yeah and would those things have changed I, I don't know because if it's you two as people then it's not likely no definitely not I think yeah the bottom the 
golden rule is re- remembering why they're an ex, <laughs> why yeah. you chose to make that decision. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and and you know, if it's things like if the love just changed or you outgrew the love, mm. then that's, you know, a really kind of, it's a really painful thing to go through, but often tends to be quite final. In my experience anyway, you yeah. kind of don't fall back in love in the same way with that person. It will, you could, like we said, you can still have love for them. And then which be, if you're in a moment in your life where you're thinking of getting back with them, question everything else around you. It's like, am I lonely? Am I bored? Am I just wanting familiarity? Am I yeah. wanting a companion with somebody who makes me feel safe and secure? Or is it the bigger things that actually this person can offer something really different now that they couldn't at that time? So yeah. just asking the right questions of yourself, really. Mm. And not falling Definitely. into unhealthy patterns. No, that's not what we want. No, honey. No, honey. No, honey. Okay, well, well that concludes this episode. I was about to say the same thing. Well, yeah, literally word <laughs> yeah, for word. Literally. Oh. That concludes this week's episode. Yes, thank you all so much for being here. And we hope that's been helpful. We love doing these little Q&A agony amp ones because so good. we can really get stuck into different topics and yeah it's nice and you know nobody's on their own in any of this and everybody will be nodding along in some way that they've been through or they're going through it so yeah we're all a lovely little community here so we hope that you all feel supported and please get in touch with us as always if you ever want to talk about anything and or want us to talk about things here anonymously of course um but yes thank you very much for being so active and supportive of our little community yes thank you and if you've enjoyed this episode don't forget to like review and subscribe and (laughs) we will see you in the next one see you later bye